The following is another dynamic message by Ryan Jacobs, prophet, teacher, and leader of the Empowered Church. In this conference, we're talking about experiencing God. And we are in the year of mobility. And so in this year, we are moving and shaking. You understand? So we are up and rising and we are spreading and taking. So it's a movement. Now in Matthew 17, verse number 1, we looked at some of this thing yesterday out of the book of Exodus. But I want us to see it again. In Matthew 7, number 1, it says, And after six days, Jesus taketh Peter, James, and John, his brother, and bringeth them up into a high mountain apart. So here again, you see this thing. Yesterday we saw how the Lord took 74 men, upset apart, taken apart from the congregation of the children of Israel. They were among them, and they were moved, called by God to come out from among them. And they were 74. Then, as they came out, they saw the Lord. Then the Lord called Moses, and Joshua went with him to a distance. And then Moses was went into the cloud. Apart from Joshua and uh, the other 70-something. And Moses had a different experience to the one he just had. And related. So he had a different... Yeah, Jesus was among his disciples, all of the disciples, the twelve. All the other people, and he took, and this is recorded in, in, in at least three of the Gospels, and, and he took a part, Peter, James, and John, and they journeyed. And they journeyed to a place, he took him apart to a high mountain. Now you had the others, say the other nine. Back down the mountain. You have Jesus and, the, uh, and three of them. Shifting location. Why? Verse number two says. And, and, it, when it was, and it was there is figured before them. And his face did shine as the sun. And his raiment was as the light. And behold, there appeared unto them Moses and Elijah, talking with him. And then Peter answered and said unto Jesus, It is good for us to be here. If thou wilt let us make here three tabernacles, one for thee, one for Moses, one for Elias. While he will yet spake, a, a behold, a bright cloud overshadowed them. And behold, a voice out of the cloud which said, 
This is my beloved son in whom I am well pleased. Hear he him. And when the disciples heard it, they fell on their faces and were so afraid. And Jesus came and touched him and said, Arise and be not afraid. And when, when they had lifted up their eyes, they saw no man save Jesus. And as they came down from the mountain, Jesus charged them, saying, Tell the vision to no man until the Son of Man be risen again from the dead. And his disciples asked him and began to ask him about this story, Israel. Because they had a mindset. But here Jesus sanctified them and moved them from one dwelling place to another. As they walked with him, he took them apart and they walked with him and they journeyed into a high mountain. Yeah. Why? So that they can experience Jesus like they've never experienced him before. So that they can see Jesus in a way that they have never seen him before. And as they were there, now Luke tells us that Jesus went to pray. He left them there and he went to go further and he prayed. And as he prayed, he was transfigured. The account of Luke. He was being a doctor, he's more technical. So, he, so as Jesus prayed, he was transfigured. And Peter, again, they were sleeping, Luke tells us. And, um, and, they, and they saw the transfigurement. And they suddenly Moses and Elijah appeared from heaven. These guys were now experiencing not only Jesus, they are seeing Moses like they've never seen him before. They've never seen him. The only thing they knew about Moses was the law. Now they've seen Moses. The only thing they knew about Elijah is the stories. The closer they got to Elijah is uh, John. Never they asked about Elijah. Because we knew before the day, the coming day of the, 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 uh, of the Lord, they come, that Elijah must come first. So, so, so they, Jesus would later explain to them. But you see, there is a movement necessary. Amen. There was a movement necessary for the 74 to experience God. Amen. Then there was a movement for Moses to enter into the cloud to experience God like he never did before. We even know that God said, there's a place by me here. We saw in, in Exodus 34. And it says that, that, that now because Moses wanted to see the glory of God. He says, now if you move, you, in order to see me, you need to move from even where you are now. You even need to move from where you are to come and be where I, so you can be in a certain vantage point. This is the year of mobility. And so, understanding this is important. So they shifted, and Jesus took him to a high mountain. And, he were, they were, and as he was praying, he was transformed, and they experienced God. There are so much available in experience of God. And God wants you to have, to shift, to become a journeyman. From one glory unto another. 
You see, you want to be metamorphosed, but you cannot be see his glory if you remain in one place, in one portion. There has to be a movement. Moses had a, in 2 Corinthians chapter number 3, he had, it says that he had a fading glory. But yet to have that fading glory, he had to move from, from where he was among the rest of the other 73. God had to call him up so he can come into the cloud to, to be there 40 days and 40 nights and come out of the shining glory. Now we have, now we have a greater glory. And we have open face because, because now the Spirit is the Lord. And with the Spirit of the Lord is with his liberty, we will be unveiled behold. But just like Moses, we need to learn how to shift. Yeah, Jesus took them from where they were there. They were experiencing Jesus. They were casting out demons. They were healing the sick. Uh, you know, they, they, they were experiencing God. Was, uh, they, they, they handled him. Uh, John said, the word of life with my hands are handled. We're handling him. But Peter would later speak as an old man in the, in the epistle. He says, we were with them in that mountain. We beheld his glory. It was such a significant encounter. But they had to shift from one to another. You must become a journeyman. You must be know how to journey with God. How to dwell with God. The Lord said unto Abraham, be, he dwell, be, walk before we be thou perfect. I told you, I, I, I shared the message that I said, why this is the year of mobility. And on that cross overnight, I was talking about Abraham. But how God called Abraham from his father's house out of his kingdom into a land. And God said, I will bless you as you go there. And I said, this is the year of mobility. Why? It was for the original journeyman. Yeah, that's why we, even the psalm says the God of the people, the, 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 the people, of, the God of the people of Abraham. Yeah, Abraham was a man, he was a journeyman. He was a man that moved from one glory to another, looking for a city whose builder and maker is God. You have to understand, Abraham never settled. He moved from one place into another. But even at one point when he was gone, Jesus says that Lazarus went to Abraham's bosom. You have to learn if you want to move from glory to glory, if you want to experience God in greater way, you have to become a journeyman. You have to move from one place to another. You cannot settle. Even Elijah demonstrated it. He went from one to another and another, and Elijah kept following him and said, As the Lord liveth, my soul liveth, I will not leave you. He was moving from one point to another until they crossed Jordan. They split. Elijah split Jordan. What experience. Experience it had to be to walk on dry ground. Just as Israel came over that Jordan, Elijah split again on dry ground. And Elijah was walking with Elijah on dry ground. But Elijah said to him, You must be able to see me, to possess what you desire. You see, there's a movement in life. So many Christians think they're going to go greater in God, higher in God. No, God is a moving spirit. He moved upon the face of the deep. God is always moving from glory to glory to glory to glory. Even in his dealings with man. 
And so you have to learn. Shift in your thinking and become a journeyman. The clock is not ticking. I am ticking. I am moving. It may be I am moving too. I am moving to a higher glory, to a higher dimension, to a higher experience of God, to a greater revelation of Jesus. Where dwellest thou? With whom dwellest thou? There is a place. John said to his disciples, I must decrease his increase. But they, but they, they, they understood. For he to increase in their lives, they have to shift and walk with Jesus. They were asking, where do you dwell? Why? Because the Bible says, remember the young boy, John, the spirit stirred him and he dwelt in the desert under the time of his shine. For John to become that Elijah, come again, he had to dwell in the same place, in the same way that Elijah dwelt. He said, Elijah the Tishbet came unto Ahab. So in the same way, John the prophet came out. You see, there's a shift necessary. A journey necessary from the stationary place that you are from, from, from limbo land into certainty and become a journeyman from glory to glory. Walk ye in the spirit, it is a lounge in the spirit, city in the spirit, settle he down in the spirit. He said, if we live in the spirit, let us be able to keep in step with the spirit. He wants you to move to a higher ground. He wants to take you into a high mountain and show you his glory. Not only did they see Jesus and they, and they saw Moses and Elijah, they experienced the cloud that Moses had. And the cloud came on them and the epic came on them. And they heard the voice of what Moses heard in the midst of that cloud. Never be satisfied. He wants you to shift. This afternoon you must shift. This evening you must shift into becoming a journeyman. You think we are, when I was standing there, I was, you know, in between the worship, I was, you see me quiet there. I am seeing visions. He's talking to me about the month of August. He is telling me to have another conference sometime in a few weeks' time. I'm seeing it in the realm of the spirit. I, I am giving, being given dates. I am there somewhere in September. I'm already, it's already journeyed. I didn't open my mouth yet here. But he has journeyed even beyond this time. I'm getting excited. But not about this meeting. I was getting excited about what I was seeing. He was journeying. I was going to my calendar on the iPad and look at you. I'm seeing that.
I'm seeing myself sit with Jesus on a high mountain. Showing me revelation. He's giving me direction how to get there. We are on a journey from glory to glory. In my father's house, we are many dwelling places. He has gone before me to prepare a place. So consider him the apostle and high priest, the high priest of our confession. Was he says he has passed through the heavens for us. He's journeying to a higher glory for us, calling us, saying, Come, I prepare the way. I've already gone before you. But we have to shift. You cannot stay where you are at. The power daily business we spoke today. But they said the place is too narrow for us, it's too straight for us. Let us go over to Jordan, to where the rivers parted, to where Elijah was taken into the heavens. And Elijah said, go here. There must be a shift. This meeting. Higher. Yeah. You're going to be kicked off that uh, blessed behind. Raise to walk of him in a higher place. We talked about having a standout anointing. He's going to put you on the pinnacle. He's going to make you the captains. You're going to stand out. Yeah. A city set upon a hill that cannot be hidden. Yeah, yeah. So just like Jesus did for them, he's going to do for you. The glory of God. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Yesterday's experience is not going to be your high point. Your experience of God yesterday is not going to be your greatest. It is the lowest that you will ever have. And God is able to do exceedingly, abundantly, above what we can imagine and pray according to the power that is at work, that is energized inside of us. Your imagination isn't big enough for God. Hallelujah. Let the Lord take you into a higher mystery. In the month of August. May the Lord show you his glory. Take you into a cloud. I was um, watching something on, 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 on Columba. Was used, I think, is it, uh, is it Ireland or Scotland? And, um, and it was greatly used and it was really impacted by the, by the life of Patrick. But he, 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 he was, uh, he was um, a man that was a very zealous man and he even fought and shed blood for the Lord. 
and realized it was not the way of the Lord. And he remained a vow before God for every soul that he has lost. He will spend the rest of it. He killed. Because even a few people killed the king's whole, 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 slaughtered the whole, whole king's army. And the leaders of the church were not happy because they said, this is not the ways of Christ, this one. But in his anger, but he was so in pain that he began to repent and say, God. And they sent him away. And he went, left everything behind and he went. And they gave him an island, the island of Iona. And he raised up a standard for the Lord. And I was listening to the great impact they've had in history. The supernatural of a man's life. Because if one day, it's one day, they were in prayer constantly because man was supernatural. Signs, wonders, and miracles. He subdued the enemy forces by fire, by force. Amen. By power and signs, the druids, the pagans, humbled kings. Until he became the one that anointed kings. He would anoint the high kings. That rule over the kings. He ruled and dominated the, the age. But one of the disciples the came up and said, One day, one of the young guys, yeah, young monks, decided to follow Columbus. Because he used to go out at night or go out and he disappears or go out. And so he decided he's going to follow him from a distance behind. And he followed him. He went into the woods, the forest, up in here. And he laid here watching. Him. And he found out. And there was a strafing. Nobody must follow him. They know that there's a rule. That this naughty guy decided he's going to follow. And he came and, they, and, he, and in the wood, he saw him talk with angelic beings all around. And angelic beings were standing like men. And Columbo was talking to them. And they were giving instructions and talking about God. A young man was shocked. He thought he was heaven. <laughs> but Gola, oh, of course, he wasn't heaven either. Galamba got a hold of him. Said, "You need to bury him. You will not. This will be your. You will not speak of this as long as I am alive. Not one word shall come out of you, or else." And the moment the guy breathed out his last, he, 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 and that's why we have this story. I thought, my God, if Columba can move and walk into heaven here and, and move like that uh, after the days of the apostles, who are we? Why not us? You see, everything we have today, all the prophecies, didn't come by man's will. 
man's effort. But holy moment, holy men spake as they were carried along by the Holy Spirit. The same Holy Spirit is here today to carry you along to a higher place in God. To uplift your spirit, your experience with God. To one man, God stands very far off and talk. Maybe once a week, once a month. After many hours of prayer, God speaks. To another, God may be standing right close and speak every moment of every day. We saw it in Moses, didn't we? God says, if there's a prophet among you, I deal with him. But my son of Moses, there are men that have different experiences than others. We are prophets and prophets. We are different kind of Christians. Christians and Christians, not all of the same. In a busy of communism, everybody must be the same. Just because God talked to me once a month, I think so. You know, uh, God must also talk to you once a month, you think so. No. Whosoever will. I like Jesus. Whosoever shall say unto the man, whosoever will. He didn't say, uh, yeah, it's you, Peter, and only you, John, and only you. Whosoever will. Whatsoever things. Thou desirous. I like Jesus. He put no limitations on who and what. He just said, in my name. Are you the whosoever that will ask or whatsoever? <laughs> if I tell you, how dare you, who are you? You say, I am the whosoever that asked the whatsoever in his name. That's all you need to be. Who are you, the whosoever? Demanding the whatsoever. Come out, you devil. That's Jesus for you. Hallelujah. I'm not going to be there in heaven one day. And then she'll ask you, I say, I was so afraid to ask your name. Because I didn't know if you, if you, if you paid a big enough price. No. We can never outdo God. Thank you for listening to this message, and we hope it has been a blessing to you. Our goal is to change the way you see and know Jesus, leaving your life empowered, envisioned and enriched. For more messages by Prophet Ryan Jacobs or for more information about the Empowered Church go to www.empoweredchurch.com or view our YouTube channel, Empowered Church TV. Feel free to come join our life-changing services.